0: Hello and welcome to the Decrypting Crypto Podcast. It's August 24th, 2023, and this is Off Chain, your weekly recap of the biggest stories in Web3. I'm Matthew Howesbarby, and it's just me today. Uh, Austin can't make it this week. I know it's unfortunate you're stuck with my voice. Don't worry, though. We're going to be digging into the latest Ponzi to hit the wonderful world of of crypto. oh uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm giving away some spoilers here, but we'll be digging into Frentech, the crypto social media social fi app that is launched and is really taken crypto Twitter at least by storm. And then we got a few quick updates on some um, parts of the Tornado Cash story. And if you remember that OpenSea executive that was doing some insider trading, well, we got some bad news for him, Um, but some news for you. All right, let's dive straight in. If you haven't heard about FriendTech yet, open up Twitter and you will see probably one of the many crypto influencers talking about it. It's a social fi app, a crypto social media app. If any of you remember the BitClout or Deso, I can't remember what it rebranded to, uh, app that launched, oof, what was that, 2021? It must have been 2021. Um, very similar to that. It has been printing money for the protocol, at least. It's generated... Over 5 million USD in fees in just the past seven days. That is for scale more than the Bitcoin blockchain, more than the BNB chain. So, you know, it's doing pretty good. Pretty good. All right. What is it? How does it work? So, as I mentioned, it's a Social Fi app. We will see more and more of these Social Fi apps being created. We've Got a very small handful, but I know from first hand experience that especially in late 2021 and in an early 2022, there was a lot of early stage investment that was going into SocialFi. Um, I know that Binance was spending a big chunk of their billion dollar fund on SocialFi. We had one of the investment directors on this podcast around the time talking about it, and they were not the only ones. Um, so we'll probably see a load of those companies come to fruition over the next kind of six to eight months. I imagine this probably kicking that off, but it's interesting. It's built on base. So Coinbase is layer two, which has been getting a lot of discussion after the shitcoin bold, um, rugged everyone, uh, to begin with. And of course it's invite only to begin with. So unless you're one of the cool kids, you're not getting in. Thankfully I am one of the cool kids and I was able to get in and have a little look around and play around and see for myself what the hell was going on in there. And let me tell you something, it wasn't very pretty. It was not very pretty. Um, once you're in, right, you can buy and sell shares, which they call keys, I think they recently rebranded this, um, of other people on the app, so this includes yourself you they don't have a native token yet um, so you do it all via eth uh, on base it it really is basically bitcloud 2.0 so to begin with you need to it's it's a progressive web app as well so it's it's a pwa so it's not a native app store app for pretty obvious reasons and um, you just need an invite code to be able to get through it. To be honest, like, the, I imagine you'll be able to get one from, from crypto Twitter, whatever, Uh, or if you're in any crypto-related Discord groups or Telegram groups, they're, they're flying around. You can DM me if you want one as well. I've got a few. I'm, I'm not precious about them. So to get started, you've got to bridge over at least... 0.01 ETH uh, over to Base. Uh, you can do that. They have like a native bridge. I think you might even be able to do that inside the Coinbase app, but I'm I'm not 100% sure. Um, I just did it via their bridge. <clears throat> uh, like most bridges, not the most painful experience as far as bridge goes, but you know we're not onboarding the the masses with this. And then, when you've done that, you bridge over your ETH from ETH mainnet to Base and fund it into your Frentech wallet, which is a uh, a custodial wallet. They they manage it all. So the app itself, the actual functionality of the app, which I'm pretty sure nobody cares about, is allows you to send private messages, like private DMs, to people once you have bought one of their keys or you own one of their shares, right? And honestly, the UX is possibly the worst I have ever experienced. And I have played around with lots of apps. You kind of have like this, you go in and there's this messages tab. And if anyone owns shares in you, they can chat to you and ask you questions. What I didn't realize, it, tell, it doesn't tell you this anywhere people are asking me questions in this one single feed that's coming through. I'm just responding to them. And what I don't know is that only I can see their messages and everyone can see my responses. So it just looks like a stream of consciousness that I am posting out. Not anywhere does it tell you this. Not only that, you can't directly reply to people. It's the most bizarre setup I think I've ever seen. So if you want to go talk to someone, you can buy one of their shares, hop in, ask them a question, maybe they'll chat back to you or, or not. Um, and and that's it. And then everything else is just a, a big focus on the buying and selling of these keys, which I'll go into in just a second. There is also clearly a token in the works. Uh, this is Pretty much confirmed um, because the the team have been pushing the future airdrop narrative a lot. Um, I think this is one of the big driving factors behind its growth so far. I mean, it's only a few days in. They raised VC money um, actually relatively recently. I think they did f- ooh, 50 million in a seed uh, round from uh, Paradigm. And uh, that was a clause within the uh, the the round that was focused on a future token launch. Uh, so, you know, it's coming. There's a point system in the app that you basically earn points for buying and selling shares. It's, it's kind of like blur, but instead of for NFTs, it's for Socialfy, Um, And the added bonuses you can get even more wrecked. So that's kind of a summary of what the app is and what it does. Let's now dig into like the buying and selling of keys. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the buying and selling of keys, i.e. the the shares in people, users of the platform, or influencers, whatever you wanna call it. At first glance, looks a whole lot like a Ponzi. It also looks like that at the second and third glance. And if you stare at it for a really long time, you see the yes. It is, in fact, just a big Ponzi. Uh, That to one side. Let's talk about these uh, cutting-edge tokenomics that all of the the crypto influencers will, will tell you about. So how are the prices of keys, shares, of each of these users actually determined? Well, the protocol uses a... Quadratic bonding curve, duh, right? Everyone understands that, of course. Um, Simply put, right, as people buy, I'm not gonna go into like all the math here, but as people buy shares in someone, the share price goes up. As people sell the shares, it goes down on like a typical bonding curve. There's some important nuance to this though. Frentech charges a 10% fee on both buying and selling shares, is how I mentioned, they made over five million in fees in the past seven days. They're doing some serious volume. I think like one of the one of the people um, that I saw on FriendTech had had something like hundred and seven ETH traded in like twenty four hour volume, just on themselves on their own shares. It's it's kind of wild. Uh, so that's a nice. 10 ETH clip that uh, FT, uh, Frentech have uh, have taken off of just that one person. Pretty good. Pretty good for uh, a day's not work. Uh, So, you know, it's not bad. Um, So without kind of going into all the detail of bonding curve math, it's very easy to make a quick profit if you buy one of the First, shares in someone. You can actually make profit on buying the first share and selling after just one more person buys. The price goes up enough so that the spread, um, including the 10% fee, is in profit. That's, we'll come on to that's why, you know, there's a lot of bots sniping, uh, but let's park that for now. Yeah, that said, when people, when users have a greater number of holders of their keys or shares, the the spread becomes more and more difficult, right? Because as, as more shares are bought, the supply increases. And what you start to see is not only does like the fee eat into the spread a lot more, but the increased supply means you need many more buyers to get you into the green, right? So whereas you only needed one buyer to get into the green, accounting for a fee, if you bought the very first share, if you're buying like the hundredth share, you, you're gonna need a lot of additional buyers to b- drive up the price, like 15, 20, 30 people before you even get into the green. So buying the some of the influencers that have like 100 holders and two, three, ETH nearly single share price, that is the quickest way to get wrecked. Um, And I generally think, you know, you're going to get wrecked trying to make a profit in Frentech if you're not a bot or one of the the big influencers. So that's kind of how, like, the bonding curve works. But what about people actually making money? Is anyone making money here? Well, there's two groups that are primarily making money in Frentech today. Influencers and bots. (laughs) Actually sounds quite familiar, doesn't it? Um, So... Influencers, let's stop with them. They join Frentech. They can buy a bunch of their own shares straight away and watch as people flood to also buy their shares. Pump the price higher and higher. Then they sell their shares. They dump on everyone, crashing the price of their kind of shares, their keys in the process. Uh, Super simple for them to do that. Not everyone is doing it. Uh, I will point out. Uh, but it is pretty easy for them to to do that. And the influencers are making a, a pretty nice amount of cash from this. Um, yeah, you know, as I mentioned, it doesn't take much to pump the price. So Kobe is is on there. He has like 127 holders of his shares. and each share costs 1.6 eth now, so like 2600 bucks ish. It does not take much to pump the price. And like 127 holders isn't actually, it doesn't feel like that much, but you can kind of see how that bonding curve drives up the price. Um, Now, obviously, like the more sales you have and things like that will will impact this as well. But you can see how manipulation could could happen here. It's like the perfect playground for that. I'm definitely not saying Kobe is doing that, but I'm just using him as an example because he's like one of the highest share prices on uh, Frentech right now. The second one is bots. And this is what you will see straight away. The moment you join, it's happened to me. You'll notice that a number of random users just buy your shares. These are largely bots, and they are just sniping early shares, waiting for a few people to do the same, and then they sell them for a profit. It is like the quickest, simplest way to go in, flip, dump on someone, Make a quick profit. Someone's already built a trading interface for doing this. Uh, You can go to friendmex.com, friendmex.com. It's actually pretty good. Um, But like, I I joined, I just joined this. The first thing you have to do is you have to just buy one of your shares. I think you might actually get it for free. I'm like, just opening up the app now. And um, let's see, let's see what happened. I've been on the app now for, like, 24 hours. What's my, like, share, my price? So when I first joined, within oof, 30 minutes, I would say there was, like, nearly 20 people bought my share. And it drove the the price from 0.018 ETH uh, from the very first bot that bought um, my um, one of my keys and then within 30 minutes it drove that up to 0.03 so you can kind of see very 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 quickly like you make oh 0.33 should i say and that is where then i started to see for the first time a bunch of people sold including those early bots they all sold out for a nice kind of like 0.015 eth profit like, all right, fine, not huge amounts, but they're doing this across all of the, the different kind of uh, people that are joining the app straight away. So they're making a bunch. Now the sh- the, the key price is 0.004 ETH. Um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, and on top of that, it looks like the influencers like, or the users, when, when people trade on you, you earn a portion. Of the trading fees so i'm actually looking at this right now it looks like i earned <laughs> i say earned i did nothing i haven't done anything on this app i just joined um i earned 0.056 eth so you can imagine and that was on like barely any volume there's not a whole lot of volume that i did uh, that, that went on uh my my shares but i've just basically made 0.056 eth for doing absolutely nothing. So you can imagine why all of the influencers are absolutely loving this. And yeah, my chat is just like, I was just chatting to people asking this. I, I get a message from someone as well. I get this message. I was like, what What do you want me to do here? But it says, this is totally unfair with us. We who believed in you and bought the share at 0.009 ETH and the value goes to 0.003 without any reason. Would you do something about it? or just you care about farming uh, on who believes on you. I have absolutely no idea who this person is. I've literally done nothing. I've not bought anything, not sold anything. I, <laughs> this is just the most bizarre, even for crypto, this is very bizarre. And I am just, I'm like kind of tired of this stuff because it just gets shamelessly plugged, especially on crypto Twitter. Um, by influencers, people saying, oh, this is going to start the next bull run. It's going it, to, it's it, it's a huge innovation. It's not, it is not even remotely an innovation. It's kind of already been done before uh, with BitCloud. And this is just a really quick way for people to get dumped on. Um, so yeah, I think I kind of made it clear how I feel about this. Um, it's just not great um so yeah we'll see how it plays out i give it less than a month in my opinion before this kind of comes crashing down uh because i i just don't know how this can kind of sustain but if people keep making money and the greater fool theory continues to apply people will continue making money all right let's wrap this up with two last little stories Roman Semenov, the co-founder of Tornado Cash, um, has been added to the U.S. OFAC's SDN list. That's the uh, Specially Designated Nationals and Blocked Persons list. Um, Roman Semenov and Roman Storm were charged with money laundering and sanctions violations, um, which was kind of tied to the work they did in building Tornado Cash. The Department of Justice has alleged that more than $1 billion in transactions moved through Tornado Cash. And they are putting uh, the two Romans on the hook for all of this. They specifically kind of called out hundreds of millions in being laundered from the Lazarus group. Uh, That's the North Korea hacking group that I think was behind a lot of big crypto hacks, including the Ronan blockchain hack and uh, and, and another uh, and, and several others. Um, the, the U.S. attorney, Damian Williams, said that they knowingly facilitated money laundering. Um, so, yeah, this is, a, this is a pretty big deal. They're in a lot of trouble. Um, we're going to kind of see how this all plays out. And then on a slightly different but somewhat related note, we've got a update in the OpenSea executive Nate Shastain, or at least the, the 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 former head of product Nate Shastain. Um, he we, we covered this on the podcast um, when Shastain uh, was was found guilty on charges of buying and selling NFTs from collections that he knew would later be featured on OpenSea's homepage, clearly insider trading. Well, he's just been convicted of fraud and money laundering uh, over in New York in a federal court. um, That was back in May, and his sentence was confirmed this week. He, to be honest, I think got very lucky. Uh, He got three months in prison, which was down from the initial ask of two years. Um, So he's kind of got away lightly and, you know, he did all of this for the grand sum of fifty thousand dollars in profit. Like fifty thousand dollars is nothing to turn your nose at, but I'm not doing three months in prison for it. That is for sure. Um, oh, and and on top of that, you know, once he's once he gets out of prison, he's got three months of home confinement and three years of suspended uh, supervised release after his prison term. So, fun times ahead. Doubt he's going to be getting a role inside the crypto space or any kind of financial services uh, space ever again, um, and that is a permanent blot. I'm sure he has a lot of regrets around that. But I am kind of happy to see action being taken on stuff like this. It is not good for the space. It is not a good thing to do in general, and you know it has to be uh, it has to be repercussions for your actions. All right, that's all for this week. I'll see you chumps in Frentech where I'll be dumping on all of you. (laughs) All right, see you next week.